Welcome to another episode of Mike's Perspective. Uh, this episode, we have a very special guest. I think y'all heard me spoke about her a few times on the podcast, but um, she's my little sister. She was on the gender roles and stereotypes episode. So um, welcome back, Selena. Hi. And uh, everybody knows Shay. so um shay wanted to clear something up before we start this oh yeah yeah so my bad guys on the last episode right interracial relationships i said stigmatism (laughs) (laughs) and i meant to say stigma and mike and nobody corrected me but this is exactly why I say that you should not drink the night before you do something. <laughs> I was still a little drunk. <laughs> See, well, you know what? See, a more of a professional won't drink. So I'm a professional, guys. Thank you. Well, um, I, I didn't drink last night, so you should be very, very proud of me. I'm yes. proud of you. Right? I'm proud of you, girl. And I'm like, yo, shit ain't the same the next day when you're drinking, right? <laughs> like, well, I feel like the older that I'm getting, like, I'm like, I'm. it's hard for me to recover. I was busted that day. It it's okay. It's okay. I think it's okay to be, you know, I feel better because when we did the, um, what episode was it with, um, Angel and Marcy, the, the, um, one night stand, we was, we were drunk out of our minds, but we had a hell of a good time doing that, that episode. The best conversation. Yeah. Yo, but I mean, the best at least one. you didn't say stigmatism though. That's true. <laughs> but I said a lot of other fucked up shit in there. So, I don't, so they, somebody's going to come apologize. at me. <laughs> okay. So, this episode will be on um, toxic friendships and it will be on how, as a friend, do we deal with another friend in a toxic relationship. So, um, but before we get into that, how was your work week? <laughs> um, in a nutshell, fucking sucked. <laughs> work sucks. School sucks. Um, but... Yo, but you know what? Let's down. hold up, hold up. Let's give a round of applause because she's in grad school working full time. Let's, yes. let's get it. Let's get it. Yes. That ain't easy. It is, and she's easy. so pretty too. Stop That's it. my girl, Selena. <laughs> Selena, oh, she's no. the only girl I love. I love Selena. Y'all annoying. Nah, Y'all it's rough. Annoying. It's rough. Listen, I commend anybody, not even just school, anybody that's working and is a full-time parent and does all this stuff. I didn't know what it was until I was in it. Like, doing more than one thing and not just working, now going to school and trying to, you know, figure out my time and making time for everything. Still got to make, you know, still have responsibilities at home. Like, yeah. Stuff. It is no joke. But I started it, so I'm going to finish it. Good hey, for you. Some, once you start, you know, you don't give up. You could get there, so... Um, you know, I, at least I'm I did it part follow, time. I'm trying to fo- uh, follow big brother's footsteps <laughs> over here. <laughs> I, did, I did it part, I did it part time. I was not going to do it full time. <laughs> Mugging out two classes and that's just still a lot, but yeah. you know, you, you got this, you got this. Thanks. Um, Shay. Um, pretty boring. Actually, you know what? No, I'm hype, right? Because it's a, it's falls coming. Oh, I'm loving it. Yes, yes, yes. So I'm loving it. The I'm weather's ready. changing. You see, I got my combat boots on today. I'm ready. I'm ready. I already took my winter clothes out. That's it. I'm clothes there far. That's the story. Yo, I ain't gonna lie. Fall is the best season of the year because that's when you can really tell who could dress or not. Yeah. It's easy to wear stuff during the summer. You wear your shirt and your, and your shorts, whatever. But or during the fall, dress. during that fall, we're gonna see how you really dress. 
Because Ooh. that's that's that brings the fall dressing is the best. Yeah, seriously, come right. with it. Pumpkin spice, everything. <laughs> yes, <We're> yes. <laughs> nah, I have pumpkin spice in like July. <laughs> No. You're one of those you don't respect the seasons. She don't. Nope, she nope, don't. nope. The minute they start throwing it on the shelves, it's acceptable. Anything pumpkin. So uh, this is a fun fact about Shay, guys. So Shay does not eat donuts. She doesn't like donuts. She doesn't like Krispy Kreme. She don't like any of that shit. You just broke my heart. No. You ever had a Krispy Kreme? I've had a Krispy Kreme. It melts Kreme. in your mouth. Pause. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's no pausing here. All right. But <laughs> it melts in your mouth. <laughs> no, I told Mike. So we, I had uh, did a road trip from PA, right? Mm-hmm. And there's like a Krispy Kreme. They have like a little factory out there where they actually make the the donuts right in front of you, mm-hmm. and you could even do like a little like walk through tour. You can see everything. So I was like, okay, everyone's making it. The, you know, they're talking about the hype. Let me see what the hype is about. Yo, I went over there. I waited. Saw the little whole thing. That shit came out. It was nice, warm, whatever. I was like, yeah, I was about to go down. I bit into it. I was like, oh, I don't know how people eat this. I cannot. I'm a, I'm a Donuts make me nauseous. I'm Gag. Yes. But this summer, <laughs> I sat down. Like, I had a moment where I was just having one of my days. And I had three dozen by myself. What? She's wilding. It, it was a low point. She's wilding. Like, she is wilding, guys. Like, three dozen? It was my fault. I bought two. And then I went, and the girl we were talking, and I just happened to go through my purse, and she saw my ID, and she's like, "Oh, you're a healthcare worker. Healthcare workers get a free dozen this month." And I was like, "I'm already here. You might as well give me my dozen." So then I had three dozen. Well, I wasn't gonna let it go to waste. It was a little one. <laughs> I mean, you could have like had a little a day though, nah, like bro. one, two a day. No, two a day. So, so basically, so we were talking about pumpkin spice donuts, and she like, "Oh, I could eat that." Cause she, I was like, well, what? I like donuts a donut. Like nah, I'm, I understand. I'm, I'm gonna try it. So that's the thing. I'm a trooper. I'll try it. And I just, I don't know. I, it just doesn't sit right with me. The minute it hits my mouth, it's like it wants to just come back out. Like I, I don't like it. So uh, don't I, let me let me share one more story. So there's one time um, we're driving during lunch. This is when uh, me and partner work together. Partner oh is Selena. So we're driving, and she was. During um, Peter came in town, okay. Peter, I was on my period. That's right. That's 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 Peter. You know. (laughs) So anyway, so so she's like, "Oh, partner, I want froyo," and I was like, "No, we we like we going to get our lunch. We ain't even eat yet, you know." And she's like, out of the blue, legit started crying, guys. Like, so so started crying. Yo, I looked at her. And I was like, and I just turned the car all the way around <laughs> just to go get them. I was just so, to get me froyo. just to get a froyo. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Yo, those hormones, <laughs> like, bro, listen, they don't play. You. He don't understand. Shay, you understand this? Yeah, I feel you. It's not just pregnancy. When yes. you're on your days, you get, and it's the rush of hormones, but you mm-hmm. also get like cravings for stuff. Yes. Usually you want sweets, you want junk food. He knows how I feel about froyo. We have this relationship even when I'm not yeah, on my period. That's true. So I asked you for one thing. And you know this is a special time for me, a special time of the month. And you're gonna say no. It was more that he said no to me, like it hurt my feelings. Damn. So I just like it was, even I told myself like, what is going on? I'm crying over here. Just, but the more like I got my froyo that day. I feel you. I feel you. Get I need the froyo. Imagine well, if you when you're pregnant. Listen, he keeps we keep talking yo, we, about we that. Yeah, we spoke about that. This is on your period. We, 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 spoke, we, we spoke about that. 
Poor guy. I'm not even ready for it. Because <laughs> I told him. I said, the, listen, the father, there's rules here. He better, he better get, he better know what he's getting into. Seriously. I told because... partner that if he's, if he works nights, partner's next on speed dial. I was like, I don't know what you're going to do, but you will be satisfying my cravings. Because in one thing, how she said, she's like, okay, then I'm just going to tell you that, okay, I'm going to go get it myself. Knowing it like my big belly out there and you's gonna let me drive and I sound like yo, you're annoying. Wait, how you get the Yeah, reverse psychology. Because I know that the second I'll be like, all right, I'm gonna go get it, and you know I'm little and I sit real close to the steering wheel, so now I'm gonna put my life in jeopardy because you don't wanna get it for me. Oh my goodness. And he'll get it. That's annoying. Anyway, okay. Now let's get into what we what we get into. Okay, let's let's start with um how you deal with friends and that has toxic relationships. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let let's start. Do how many friends have you had in toxic relationships? Too many. Too many. Okay. Too many. <laughs> um. So, as your friend, because I know mm-hmm. you, how you you really you're really um passionate with your friends. When you mm-hmm. love your friends, you love your friends. Yeah. So you dealing with that and seeing them what they going through and they and and and. and it, for one thing, everybody comes and talks to you about everything. I don't know. Knowing how she's you... She's the voice of reason, yeah. though. But she's yeah. real, though. That's the that, thing. That's, that's definitely true. <laughs> that's definitely true. You guys are So when they all come and talk to you, mm-hmm. and they tell you they intimate stuff and and stuff that deals with their spouse, and you, mm-hmm. like, in your head, you probably like, yo, I'm completely not this person. So how are you dealing with it? Like, what is running through your psyche when they come and telling you this? It's hard. Um, Cause I am a very, like I have a very strong character, period. So sometimes that comes out um, when I'm giving my friends advice or telling them something. And I've had to learn that sometimes I just need to listen um, and not necessarily uh, advise them on how I would handle things. Because sometimes the way I would handle things, like, I'm a very, there's certain things that it's, that's it. Like, you know, like, there is no fool me twice. You fool me once and that's it. Yeah. Um. So sometimes it's hard for me to kind of understand and respect the fact that not everyone is like me. Um. I've been in those situations before and it's frustrating. I've gotten into it with my friend's spouses before. It Like, it, if I, if I call you my friend, then I'm, you're, I'm, we're friends. Like I'm going to bat for you. If if we if you got a problem, we have a problem. If if something goes down and you need me to show up, I'm showing up. Is whether it's three, four, five a.m. So I can't sit back and you tell me that you're being like emotionally or verbally or even physically abused by your spouse. I can't just sit back and be an ear. Like that yeah. is not in my person. Like I'm I'm the one that I want to take action. Like how are we handling this? Yeah. Like you we we beating him up. Like how you want to do this? You want to catch him slipping? Like <laughs> whatever you want to do, I'm there. But like I, you know, it's tough. It's I've lost friendships over it, and I've had to be okay with that. Yeah, that that's um that's difficult. So I'm me and you always been on the same wavelength. Mm-hmm. Um. Not well, at least not in the beginning. But that's another story. <laughs> but um, but when it comes to friendship, we you know how I cherish our friendship, and mm-hmm. thank God I don't have that experience. But we 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 know people who had those experiences, and um, I think it's hard on both of us. Mm-hmm. Me, I'm more quiet. Yep. About it, um, you learn to be quiet. I you learned. was very very outspoken about it. Yep. And I think it came to a point that I even I said like, yo, it's not going to change. It's just 
no point in talking about it. Mm-hmm. You know, all we could do is just um, support our friend, mm-hmm. even if we disagree with it. Yep. What completely. was your um, transitioning like? Because Mike said that before you were more like outspoken on yeah. it, and then you just learned to just like you let know, it go. You know what it was? Uh, sometimes it's not worth losing a friend over. Um, mm-hmm. And I have to understand that even if I want something better for my friends, if they don't want it for themselves, mm-hmm. they're there's nothing me wanting it is going to change, you know? Yeah. And, um, it, you know, partner helped me with that and, and learning that. And even me, like allowing myself that space, it, it's okay for me to be like, yo, listen, I know you and I know that you're in a dysfunctional relationship, but for my mental health, I need you not to vent to me about something that's not going to change or yeah. you're not willing to change, you know? Cause it's one thing if you're telling me like, Selena, listen, this is happening. I need help getting out. Like help me. I will help you. Yeah. I will mm-hmm. go to the end of the earth to help you. And I will, we will get you out of that situation, but don't, don't vent to me. And then, you know, no, cause, cause some people don't, aren't able to realize that they're in a toxic relationship. Yeah. You know? And that's different. Yeah. Cause if your eyes aren't open to it, how are you going to change it? Mm-hmm. Yes. But when you openly know and we and we talk about it and you tell me and you know that it's toxic, but you choose to remain in it, that's something I can't be a part of. And that doesn't mean we can't be friends. That just means I'm not the person you need to speak to about that anymore. Yeah. We can talk about anything else, but that's a trigger for me because I care about you. Yeah. If yeah. I didn't give a shit, it wouldn't trigger me, you that's know? True. So because I care, it's a trigger. I need to be able to do that for myself. Learning that has changed it for me. You know, I, I still have friends in toxic relationship and I'll, I'll try. But if trying gets me nowhere and you're OK with being in that relationship, then I need to be OK with letting you be in it. Yeah, it's true, because, I mean, you try to intervene as much. But then at the end of the day, the person still wants to be with with their significant other. Yep. And it's like, so what is the point of like now their their significant other looks at you as like, OK, you're always in the middle of which of has our, happened of our drama, yep. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And she's okay with it, obviously. Mm-hmm. Or he, vice versa, doesn't matter. But yeah, it's, I feel you. Yeah, it's, it's happened in the past where I've had to, um, you know, where I've gotten into it with spouses or, um, you know, or gotten it too much involved to the point that now, and then now I'm putting that friend in a, in a situation where they're stuck between their spouse and their friend. Yeah. And realistically, in that situation, the spouse will always win. Or the significant other's always going to win. And then yeah. who ends out losing? I end up losing a friend because you care too much. Exactly. So you, it, it sucks, but it's, it is what it is. You have to learn to take that step back and just and not get involved. Um, you know, yeah, I have friends that who, who've been in, obviously, toxic relationships. I, and I have friends who cause toxic relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, um, they don't see it. Especially the ones who caused it, they never see mm-hmm. that they actually doing something wrong, you know. And and usually I'm the one like, nah, bro, but you 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 fucked up though, mm-hmm. you know. Until they actually, to the girls actually gone, mm-hmm. and she no longer want to be with the be with them anymore. When she actually starts to have a sense for herself, um, because most of the time, females are not how you are. They don't they don't some of them they just like. A lot of friends don't say nothing. Mm-hmm. They kind of like, okay, you know, or they try, they give them what they want to hear. You don't do that. No. Yeah. You know, and which is great. Um, and I'm not the type of friend either. I'm not going to tell you what you want to hear. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you what you need to hear. Yep. Um, but there, like I said, there are some that just, 
don't know they in it. Mm-hmm. And there's some that just don't want to be out of it because it's like, no, but we've been together this long. Yeah. I've been, I've been like, you know, I don't want nothing. I don't, I don't want to start over again. And, and I, I understand that, but then don't complain about yep. what position you're in. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. that's how I feel. And that's, that's, that's where I'm at now. Like, and, and sometimes too, it is uh, like just the fact that it's like, you're saying like, you don't know you're in something toxic. Okay. You don't know. Then let's help you get to that point where you realize it. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll help you. And, and I know we're using the term a lot, like, you know, guys to girls, but it's, it's the other way around too. Yeah. Some girls need that drama. Like it feeds them. That's they true. need to create those issues and they need to create that toxicity in their relationship. And it's like, I have a brother and I tell him all the time, like, let your girl know, like your sister's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like they need to know. Cause the same way I will go to bed for my girlfriends. And, and I don't have any issue going up to their guys. It's the same way, you know, I have a brother, I have guy friends, like, uh, don't, don't bring me any crazies because I'll, I'll, sh- you know, I'll one up them. I'll show you crazy. Dying so, to stay in your lane. Now, I'm so <laughs> <laughs> nah, chill. I love Diana. <laughs> but you know, that's an example. I'm so glad, like, you know, like I get along great with your wife because mm-hmm. I'm just like, imagine, you know, and she's not, Diana's great. Um, but imagine Diana was one of those women that would like, was constantly making your life a living hell. Yeah. Me as your sister, I'm gonna be like, listen, if he don't check you, I'm gonna check you with real quick. So, yeah. you know, and I'm glad that's not the case. Diana, we love you. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> you know, I, that's my niece. I just know I'm lucky. I'm, I, I'm lucky. I know how to choose them, but there's yeah. some people who don't know how to choose they them. Don't. Yeah, it's true. Um, so let's, I'm gonna go to Shay. She's a co-host. I'm, I'm, a, I'm questioning her. Uh-huh. Um, so. When you first started, how we brought you on the podcast, you came on with Maria. Yes. And we talked about, um, you You kind of told us about your experience. Did you have any friends that actually speak spoke out to you, that you actually spoke to about when you was dealing with your, um, your relationship? Yeah, so this is funny because, I mean, I've seen, I was actually before, so I've been with Mike, his father, for a very, very long time. So um, I was the one on the receiving end where I was in the toxic relationship and my friend... So my friends, I had like a group of friends and most of them, like, I'll just like tell them like, you know, what's going on. Obviously, you you know, you're venting, you're upset, whatever. And they're like, oh, well, you know, like, that's crazy. But I have one that she was very, very outspoken and she, her, they didn't get along. Like, they just didn't click. And she's like, it's not that I don't like him. It's just, I don't like what he does to you. Yep. And I think that you're like, and she's like, and not to, you know, but she's like, you're very pretty. You're a beautiful girl. You're smart and you don't deserve to be with somebody who belittles you or makes you feel as if you're not worth it or mm-hmm. you can't do better, mm-hmm. you know? And, and there, and like you said, it came to a point where, and then we were all in a, it came to a point where I would say something to her and I would see her make a face. Mm-hmm. So then I'm like, you know what? I really don't want to like, but it's hard because we're a group of friends, you right. know? So if I'm mm-hmm. saying something to everyone, obviously you're included and we have a group chat as well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so one time I had mentioned something on the group chat and she kind of like was throwing like indirects and then I had to like, yo, what's up with you? And she was like, I'm sorry, but I'm not the friend that you need to vent to when it comes to this because you're going to stay in that relationship and I love you, but I don't like him for you. Yep. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if you guys have children together. That's not, that shouldn't be the reason why you stay in this relationship because obviously he's not good for you mm-hmm. and he wants to do whatever he wants to do. He wants to step out in the relationship and you stay there. And she was like, I'm sorry, I can't be like that with, I can't. Mm-hmm. So when she would see him, you know, he's like, oh, I don't really like her. Like, I don't care for her. And she's like, well, the feeling is mutual. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, I'm here for you, not for him. Yep. Yep. So it became, like, hard to kind of, like, to the point where 
you, I actually ended up losing that friend behind the, that relationship because she was like, I'm sorry, I just can't deal with that anymore. It's too much for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like this is just going to end really badly. And it's just something that I really don't want to be a part of. So as much as I love you, I have to step back from this friendship. And I had to respect her decision mm-hmm. to walk away from the friendship because it was, it was, it was a lot. It was ongoing. Yeah. Yeah. It was more bad than it was good. So she was just like, I don't understand why you can't see it. It's tough. Yeah. It's yeah. tough. Sometimes you can see from the outside what the person inside can't see. Exactly. And when you're involved, especially when there's kids involved. Yeah. And yeah. you know, as a pa- I'm not a parent, um, but you know, I have nieces and nephews. I have god kids, and and when they're with me, and even when they're not, um, they're the most important thing. So yeah. As a parent, I can imagine that's tenfold. Yeah. So if if that means, and sometimes I, I understand that mentality that if that means I have to put up with crap. So my kids have the moons and the star, the moon and the stars. Then I'm putting up with crap. Yeah, and I I get it. And um, it's you know, it's not easy when you're that outside person because you are neutral, mm-hmm. neutral in the sense that you can see exactly what that yeah. person can't. Um, but it's not easy getting some getting someone to see what you see. No, or but getting them to look through your eyes. It's, exactly, it's not, it's not easy. And now I see it the other way because I'm out of that relationship. Yep. And now I have a best friend, right? That's in the in the certain situation. That, and I'm like, so now seeing it and when she calls me and she's, you know, she's like upset, she's venting. And I'm like, <laughs> like, I want to tell her like, yo, you don't need that. Like this, you have no strings attached to this person. Yep. So why are you dealing with that? But it's like also too, like now I'm like, okay, now I see it from the other, from the other end. Because mm-hmm. now I'm sitting on the opposite side and I could, you know, and as much as it's like, no, you've been through your shits and you're up to now. I don't understand why you tolerate this from from this person, but you just have to kind of like. For me, I'm just like, okay, I'll just be that that ear that you need someone to, you know, you need to vent to, you need to talk to. But I, I can't really give any advice because at the end of the day, she's gonna go back to him. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, it is what I, it I is. I mean, usually, I mean, they everybody chop this up to love. I think love is just an excuse people use. Honestly, I don't think it is. So love. what is what is? It's just comfortability. I think comfort is a strong is stronger than love. Yeah. And sometimes, because love is a, I don't want to say fleeting in the sense, not really, but it's something that you you work at every day and you nurture yeah. and you yes. grow. And just as it came, it can leave yeah. if you don't take care of it. Comfort is something that once you have a routine and it's something that, that you set, you know, you, you sometimes you shape your life around certain comforts that you have. Yeah. Um, to remove that is a lot harder. Um, not necessarily just because of love. It's even, and not something like a toxic relationship. It can be anything. Yeah. And if your routine is like, well, I'm going to wake up in the morning, I'm going to have a cup of coffee and then I'm going to go to work. And then, and then, and you've been doing that for 10 years and the day you wake up and you don't have that cup of coffee, your, your day's off. Yeah. It's like, wait, like, like, you know, you're, you're frazzled and this is missing and something. And it's literally that little routine, that comfort of that cup of coffee just threw everything else out of whack. Yeah. And it, it's tough breaking breaking routines and, and, and getting out of level of comfort. Even jobs, like you're comfortable, you love your coworkers. Yeah, that's true. You don't want to leave, yeah. and, and, but you know you can do better, you can be better. Um, but sometimes people stay 20 years in a job because that comfort is is worth more. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Listen, I, shit, it was hard for me to walk away from that job. It not was too hard. It was too damn <laughs> hard, but it's, it's comfort, you know? You have to go. Um, so I had a friend who definitely was, um, she was definitely in a toxic relationship. The, the problem is I think she held on to too much. So for her, she, 
she had got pregnant by this guy twice, but um, they never went along with the pregnancy. Um, but I was just like, yo, why do you stay with him? Like there, there was so many things like how he would talk to her in front of his mother, in front of her mother. I was like, yo, you can't have a, a guy talk to you like that. You know? So once I came more in her life, he's like, yo, you changing because I'm having her step up for herself. Like speak to him. Don't, don't let the nigga speak to you. Like anyway, yeah. I like, no speak up for yourself. And he's like, Oh, it's because this dude is in your life now. Mm-hmm. That's why you, 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 you ain't the same way. Yeah. Because she's not easy pickings for you. The thing is they wasn't broke, broken up, but he know if he wanted some ass, he calling her yeah, and no. she will go because, Oh, I love him. We, we share this. Like, no, no, y- y'all don't share anything anymore. Mm-hmm. You need to see what he's doing, mm-hmm. you know? So, I mean, it really took her a while to finally realize it. And that, but then the funny part is when she officially got over him and started wanting to date somebody else, she got in, and the next guy was almost similar, but different. So he was a different race, but I was like, yo, he only want ass. I'm telling you right now, mm-hmm. but he knows how to manipulate her. He, his words and all that sort of stuff. So I like, yo, he, he just, he was good at it. And I was like, damn, he good. You know? <laughs> so I'm telling him, I'm like, yo, he, he doesn't, he doesn't want to be with you. I was like, yo, don't, don't do it. I'm telling you. And she, uh, for her, she think I'm hating. I'm like, with no reason for me to hate. I'm looking out for you as your friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I think people don't notice that they, they unintentionally, you don't realize that you're, you're copying your, those same traits, right? Like. If you, cause you're attracted to a certain type or yeah. a certain, so you're like, okay, you get out of this one relationship, but then you find someone who mimics the same exact like yeah. characteristics as the person before you mm-hmm. and you don't realize it, but someone else telling you mm-hmm. like, yo, he's the same dude. Know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> indirectly, you're messing with the same yeah. dude. The same person. That, yep. Pretty much. <laughs> and she, but she didn't see it and she didn't see it. And then she realized, and then until one time she did finally give it up. She did. She did. And I was, I, I told her, I was like, listen, I, it's her I vagina. Really she got the right. <laughs> I like, I, I, I'm really, I'm really disappointed cause in you because I'm listening to what I'm trying to tell you. Cause I'm, yeah. I'm really trying to look out for you. No, as a so, friend and as a guy, you yeah. have that perspective as a male. Exactly. So then all, you know, she's like, okay, I'm going up there to go see him. <laughs> Come to find out he has a girlfriend. Uh, they always do. She found the, and he, he just got with the girl. Shady as fuck. She just got with a girl and she was just going <laughs> wild. She would go crazy and all this other stuff. Um, so wait, he was talking to her for a, a while before. Yeah, he would come to the house because they could the thing is he he was in the army, was in, in the army. They was at a base and her sister's married to a guy in the army. OK, so that's how she met him mm-hmm. and all the other stuff. So he would come down when the sister comes down, spend the night. They would have the time together and all that other stuff. And then, you know. Every time she would call him, she realized he don't call her back. Oh shit! So she was like, one time we had a um, we we did a, do a party in her house, and um, she's crying, and I'm like, what the fuck are you crying for? <laughs> and she was like, he don't want to, he didn't call me back. And then she called him, then she drunk down him. I was like, yo, don't, oh my god, what is wrong <laughs> with you? <laughs> you know, like I'm le- legit trying to teach you, like yo, um, don't. Oh, I, I, I was so disappointed because I'm like, yo, my hard work is not going to go on. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. like, I helped you do the last, the, the last nigga. I, like, I'm trying to teach you something. And then, um, but then finally she, she kind of like, um, yeah, she, she, she learned the lesson from there. And then to this day she says like, yo, you know, 
you're right. You're right. She gives me respect because she like, you know, I the way I the way I looked at things and everything. Now she's in a really good relationship. I'm really happy for her oh, and stuff like that. So she actually learned from that because it kind of took me stepping away all the way back mm-hmm. to her to start to realize like yeah, what what it was. People mm-hmm. have to hit rock bottom. Yeah. And as as someone that if that's someone you care about, you don't ever want to see someone hit rock bottom mm-hmm. or or let a situation get to the point like the worst it can be. But um sometimes it it's just you have to. Yeah. Like I I lost well we're, we're friends again now, but I lost a friend in college and we were really 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 close. Um one of my closest friends in college and um she was with a person that was just not it. Mm. Um and we had talked about it before. Like he was disrespectful. Um, listen, all guys look, all guys admire other females, but um, he was blatant and disrespectful oh. and would approach other females in front of her. Oh, and no. Just, yeah. And then um, one time we were at a party and he got a little too handsy with me. And um, that's my friend, like above all. And, you know, I told him, uh, you got one more time to touch me. I'll slap the shit out of you. Like, I don't know who you're confusing <laughs> me for. I'm embarrassed you in this party. Yeah. Because um, you're not. Because sometimes I feel like women are sometimes in a situation that's uncomfortable and they don't know how to handle it. So they just let it slide. Yeah. Um, and if that's the type of thing that if you don't nip that shit in the beginning, like, I don't know what you do to other mature and I'm not, not me. Right. Yeah. And one of the hardest things I had to do was sit her down and tell her that her man, like, you know, I'm like, he got fresh for me. Yeah. And, and that cost me our friendship because it was, and she knew it was true because mm-hmm. he had done it with, with other girls. But the fact that he went, um, as far as to do it with one of her friends, yeah. or one of her close friends at that. Um, you know, she was like, you know, he was drunk and da 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 and all these. See, that's the thing, like defending boring. it. And I was like, yo, the hardest thing I did was tell you this because yeah. I knew it could cost me our friendship. Um, anybody else would have just, you know, whatever. I handled it with him. I told him to back the hell off, and that's it, taking it to the grave. Yeah. But I'm telling you, because you deserve to know, you know, as a woman and as my friend. And it did. It cost me my friendship, and um. You know, because she refused to turn a blind eye. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm, I'm, I don't want to be around him again. Like, the next time I'm around him, it's going to get physical. Like, I'm just, you know, yeah. being honest. Because you're not going to disrespect me. If you allow him to... And I told her, if you allow him to disrespect you, I'm not you. Exactly. And he's not going to disrespect me. Um, And we weren't friends. And then, you know, a couple years later, she approached me and apologized. Um, And she understood how hard it was for me to even tell her. Like, that's yeah. not an easy conversation. Yeah. No, it's not. To sit someone down and tell them, yo, you know that person you love that mm-hmm. you made with? Like, yeah, he disrespected you. Like, he tried to kick it to me. Like, nah, are you crazy? Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, but it took me being like, all right, we're, you know, we're not friends. And not being around for her and all the bullshit she went through in that relationship. So yeah. then her realize and, and come back and be like, you know, I apologize and I really appreciate you having stepped up and told me. Mm-hmm. And we're friends now again. Oh, she's she's good. not with the guy anymore, Hell no. right? Okay, perfect. Hell no. <laughs> that's good. No, no, see, that's good. So um, let's get into the second part. Which, oh, um, yeah. The, the I totally second part about of that. toxicity. <laughs> um, let's talk about toxic friendships. What is, what is different from um, toxic relationships? Well, no, it is almost the same. But this is more of a one-on-one. It's a friendship. It's your friendship, yeah. Um, Which I think is yeah. a, it's a little bit harder in a sense because like, it's your friend. <laughs> yeah. It's your friend. <laughs> it's your friend. It, I have been in both. Like, I think it's easier when it's a third person. Like, it's your friend's significant other. Yeah. yeah. I could tell you, listen, your man ain't shit. 
Yeah, man, ain't shit. Like, we still cool. But yeah. Too many. But when it's that friend that's like, I have a friend, partner, I'm sure you know, um, that I had to take a step back from mm-hmm. recently. And it was the hardest thing I think I've had to do to date. Um, because I love him so much. We've been friends, uh, since we were 13 and we've been through a lot together and, um, he's in the military and we, I've been through him with his first deployment. Like, you know, every time he was deployed, all the letters and the tears and he's my brother. Like I couldn't love him more. We were family, but he's a very toxic person to be around and he creates a toxic environment to everyone, you know, whoever he's around with. Yeah. And um it was too much. It got to the point like and, and just to like put it in a nutshell, like he he was in the house and and drunk and the gun discharged and I, you know. Oh shit. I was there and my brother was there and it was like, "Yo, are you fucking good, bro? Yeah. Like that's a gun. Like what's going on?" And it got to another point where like, you know, and I felt like he he just did a lot of stuff because of the mental headspace he was in. Like yeah. I understood and I, and I let him get away with a lot because I always used to tell myself, there's a lot I don't understand that goes on in the war mm-hmm. and stuff that he's done or things that he's seen mm-hmm. that I can't even begin to grasp. And, and, and those, you know, cause he would, this wasn't the person that left. The, yeah. the one that came back isn't the same, you know, I love him the same, but, um, it's just a different person. And it's like a very, very low point. Um, where he was having a, 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 a an episode of PTSD and um, he became very aggressive and stuff and and I've I've been lucky and blessed that I'm able to kind of get in his face and be one of those very few people that can get in his face and and be okay and just get him to kind of like yo calm down like yeah come back to me like you know um, other people have tried it and haven't been so lucky because again he, when he's in those stages he's not himself yeah um but the last one was you know really close and it was um it was really it got really bad i mean i don't think he would ever hurt me but the thought crossed my mind because the situation got so bad mm-hmm. and, and and me trying to calm him down and trying to de-escalate a situation that he caused yeah um and me getting in his face and then on top of that my brother's there and, and for as much as my friends love me and i have guy friends and they all treat me like their sister and stuff like that i'm his blood so yeah. at the end of the day, he's going to go to bat for me no matter what. So now I'm in my friend's face trying to, you know, trying to deescalate the situation. And my brother's behind me like, yo, like, don't don't even look at my sister funny. Don't touch her. Don't anything. Yeah. And then that just made everything worse because now my, my brother became the target. Mm-hmm. And that was like the line that you don't cross. Yeah. Like that was it for me. That was the the, the, the drop that made everything like just I can't anymore. Um, you know, and he and I got into it and I'm like, you, I put up with everything, but you coming at my brother and that look in your eyes, like, that's not my family. Like you're going to hurt my family. Yeah. That I had to, I had to take a step back and I had to like, I love you, but you are hurting me. Um, mentally, emotionally, like I, I can't, I can't, I said, you need to figure out, you know, and deal with your alcoholism and all these issues that come back from these soldiers that yeah. they aren't dealt with, that aren't talked about mm-hmm. and they're, and they're shushed. And it was you know, I understood, but to what point? Like, you know, tomorrow it wasn't going to be a discharge gun. It was going to be somebody's life. Like, exactly. it was going to be something that you couldn't take back. And I could, I didn't want to get to that point, especially never, ever with my brother. Um, me putting myself in those situations, that's my decision, you know? Like, I'm a grown-ass woman, and I'm doing it. Um, 
out of my own sound mind. Like nobody's forcing me. I'm doing it because I love you. You're my friend. And we've been through everything together. And I'm not gonna not hold you down through this rough stage of post-war, of PTSD and all this shit. Yeah. But my brother, he's not part of the package. Like he, that's a different ballgame. And you coming at him, that, that was a no for me. And we distanced for a couple of months. And we're okay now. Um... Meaning the love is there. Like, I love him forever and ever. And he calls me and I'm going to be there. But um, he, we, I had to take a couple months. And, you know, and he told me, he's like, straight up, he, he was like, you know, a couple months later, like, can we go out to dinner? Can we talk? Like, and we went out. And I said, yeah, let's go out, whatever. And I told him all of that. Like, because I, I, I told him I need space, but I didn't tell him what it was about. Oh, okay. Which also wasn't fair to him. It was, so he probably didn't understand he didn't where understand, this was coming from. Right, because in his head, he's like, what do you mean? But this is like, we've been through worse shit, and you've been there, like, you know. And that's exactly what he said. He's like, I felt like you left me in the wind. Like, you just you mm. abandoned me. And I was like, I would never abandon you. Like, I've been here through it all. But you crossed the line for me that I needed you to understand you can't cross that line. Yeah. That is a boundary for me. Like, my family's off limits. Um, my brother's off limits. And you need to be able to fucking know that. You know? You need to know that. And my love for you can't can't be so much to the point that it is going to hurt everybody else around me, me included. Yeah. And it was hard. Yeah. And I cried. I did. Because he's a uh, he's been a permanent part of my life for a long time. And to not have that just cold turkey like don't text me don't call yeah, me don't yeah. talk to me like yeah. and, and and not know when he was deployed and not know like if he was safe and we're talking about a person that got blown up in Iraq and was in a coma and, and you know oh, all, and all wow. this stuff like he's been through shit and you know and, and and then I no longer had that accessibility to him because I chose it made it even harder yeah, yeah. but I think our relationship is so much better now Cause he knows he can't cross that line with me anymore. Yeah. Um, and it was hard. Like the getting there was really hard and very emotional and very like draining, but we got there now and I'm glad I did it. Yeah. Cause Good. you know, with, with, with friendships, it shouldn't be draining. Yeah. You know, yeah. it should be uplifting I more agree. than anything. But, um, I'm kind of glad that y'all back at that, mm-hmm. that space yeah. because you know, that I, you always told me about him. So yeah, you were I know he's a very it. important part of your life mm-hmm. and um i'm glad you was able to make it work because it's sometimes it's not easy it's not easy no. um but our co-host actually have a story herself <laughs> <laughs> it's like no yeah. after selena's story i'm like my heart is hurting i'm like <laughs> i know i went dark lighten it up yeah. <laughs> yeah mine is not as juicy as it but um I know what it is to, to have a toxic friend i have a really really good friend that we've been friends since we were you know like in high school and we've been through a lot. And honestly, like, and it's so crazy because I have a very small circle of friends that I like anyone that I say is like a friend. Mm-hmm. And she was one of them. And, you know, she, I know she, she's gone through a lot. She's had her personal, you know, things like family issues. So I've always been that person that she knows that she can call me wherever, you know, and we don't live in the same, you know, I don't want to say, it, but she lives like all the way up in Long Island. So she knows that she can call me and I'll be there. Mm-hmm. I'll be the first one there for her. But I noticed, like, our friendship, it was just a one-way street. Like, it was only, like, when she needed me or, you know, she, whenever she was going through whatever she was going through, whatever with a guy, her kid's father, her family, I was always that person to pick up the phone and be like, don't worry, I'm going to go over there. And this is the time we're talking about, I, I didn't drive, but I made my, myself go, you know, find yeah. my way over there to go help her to, to get her out of whatever she was feeling. I'm like, okay, get ready. We're going to go out to dinner. We're going to, you know, we're going to talk yeah. this out. But then I felt like whenever it was my turn, like I was going through something, whenever I would call her, Mm -hmm. 
it wasn't you know i didn't get exactly like yeah. i didn't get the same from her and uh, and i didn't realize it until someone had brought it to my attention they were like yo you know like what's good with her you know every time you need her it's her birthday it's something holiday special thing that she has you're always the first one there for her mm-hmm. you drop everything to go over there and make sure that she's accommodated and she's good but she doesn't do it for you and i didn't realize it and not you know then I had like birthdays, you know, and not, not that you need to be, you know, like it's, mm-hmm. I'm not that kind of person. It is what it is. If you can't right. come because of whatever situations I completely understand. But then I was like, I started to realize it because like there was a moment in my life where I hit rock bottom and I needed someone to be there or, you know, to help me out of that. Mm-hmm. And she was nowhere to be found. And then, you know, and every time again, and I still was out for her. I still was for her. And I'm like, okay, whatever. It is what it is. Then recently, like maybe like a year ago, a situation happened where, you know, I extended myself to her and I'm like, hey, what's going on? And then she just went completely silent. So I'm like, is it something that I did? Like, let me know what I did. Because I'm at the point in my life where like, yo, if I did something to upset you, mm-hmm. just let me know. Yeah, you know, yeah. like, let's talk about it and then move it forward. If, if we <laughs> can't, exactly, is the key. Communication yeah. is the key. And if we can't move past this, then at least we both know why there was distance in the in the friendship and why we get closure exactly Mm -hmm. so you know like so i reached out to her and you know she just was living her life whatever and you know and i hate to say this but like she's with a guy now so whenever she's with a guy Uh, she doesn't need uh, to you know she doesn't need you so i'm like okay whatever new year's she sends me this long thing and and this long paragraph and i'm reading it and i'm like trying to figure out a way to like respond to her because i'm like yo i feel like this is my sister Mm -hmm. you know what i'm like not speaking to you. We don't have to speak to each other every day, but not speaking to you consistently. Mm-hmm. It's hard. It's like you you lost somebody. Like yeah. you lost someone mm-hmm. very special to you. Mm-hmm. So I had to come to, you know, grasp with that. Like, you know, our relationship is not the same and it's dwindling and that's okay. You know, it's okay. So, you know, I wrote back to her and then I'm like, you know what? Let's meet up and let's, let's have this conversation. I, I think our friendship calls for us to have a sit down and discuss this. Never happened. This was New Year's. So I called her again, calling her, texting her. And at this point, I had to come to terms to myself like, this is this could be it, you know? Mm-hmm. And if it is, it's okay. Because yeah. I've overextended myself to her. Too many times. At, too many times, exactly. Mm-hmm. And she hasn't given me that respect to tell me, like I told her, if it's something that I did, let me know. Mm-hmm. But I just think it's just like, it's one of those, and it's a cycle for her. You know, like when she's in a relationship and she's happy, she doesn't know about anybody. But the thing is like, I was sympathetic with her because I've been there before Mm -hmm. in my relationship that I was talking about before that I felt this was love, which it really wasn't, you know, and my friends and everybody around me seeing that, okay, it wasn't, this wasn't, this was toxic for you. But until the person realizes it, Mm -hmm. they're just going to stay in that cycle and that pattern. And then when they're Mm -hmm. out of it, they're going through whatever they're going. Now it's like, oh, what's up with, you know, what's up with Shay? What is she up to? Mm, No. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have time. My, my life is moving. It's consistent. And mm-hmm. I don't have time to to keep chasing you, keep chasing you. So I was like, you know what? I have to let it go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as much as it hurts, you have to let go of those toxic behaviors, those patterns, and th- and that friendship. That's that's true. Because um, it's coming to a realization. I got to let go of T. See? <laughs> That's my toxic. That's my toxic friendship right there. I gotta. You get, will never let. I gotta go let the. No, she won't let me go. Each other. No, she won't let me go. I try. She don't threaten you with a stop. Exactly. She gonna like. Oh, you know, I'm pregnant now. You gonna. You just gonna walk out of my life. Like, <laughs> listen, partner. Sometimes some people can only show you how much they love you through toxic behavior. Yeah, no. Because <laughs> like, I have yes, to, I'm jealous and possessive, but it's because I love you. <laughs> <laughs> 
See, that's the that's the other side of toxic. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, that that's uh, but no, I I think for my toxic friendships, um, was just the one the one I was telling the story earlier, trying to help somebody through there, and I'm constantly like, you know, saying that. Oh no, you're you're just hating like oh you you just don't you don't want me to be happy and shit and it's like really you know so then after a while I'm like yo why am I arguing with you you're not my girlfriend yep. like mm-hmm. I'm, you're not my girlfriend like I'm not I, I I tried so I had to literally like walk out of her life for a while now we we cool now but I had to literally walk out and and even that like she would call me and like yo are you seriously like. We're not going to talk. You, you you know, I need you. You don't need me. You don't need me. You don't need me. Mm-hmm. You think you need me and everything. And I had to show her like, yo, I'm not going to be there for your shit. So no. if things fall again, I'm not going to be there to pick you up. I think I helped you enough in your life yep. that you could, you could be able to pick yourself back up. And eventually it happened. Um, when we did connect it, like after a year later, because I didn't speak to her for a whole year. Mom. We connected after a year later. The, guy, the new boyfriend she had, she wasn't with him anymore. And she was like, oh, you know, I, I, I really I really do feel because, you know, you was my best friend and you just you walked away and that and that and that led me to be more on him. I'm like, no, that then that's your fault. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like that's that's on you. Even when this guy when it's coming to this guy, like, you know, listen, he's a little bit younger than you. I don't he don't want anything serious. And he's telling you that. But you're telling him that you're not that type of girl that you don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. So he basically asked you to be his girlfriend. when He wasn't ready. And that's an exactly how it ended he yeah. just wasn't ready he like i can't do this no more so for her i was like yo i you're not gonna be you're not gonna put the blame on me because your relationship didn't last mm-hmm. you know at the end of the day maybe the way i did it was fucked up but i had to i did it my way mm-hmm. because i was like i'm not going to continue to care for somebody who's going to continue blaming me for certain things that's bad that happens in their life so i had to walk away from that shit but much better now we talk off and on, but it's much better than what it was before. Do so, you feel like the relationship, like when you distance yourself from that person, mm-hmm. do you feel like when you reconnect, the relationship is already gone? Oh, yeah, it's gone. I don't think so. Um, I think so. At least in my situation, it was, um, how do I say, it wasn't gone, but it was awkward. There was this space mm-hmm. between us that had never been there before. Like, I had always had the comfort, always. And him, too. Um, like, I, I know all his family. He knows all my family. Like, I've been there for his mom. He's been here for my mom when yeah. I'm not, you know, when I'm not around or available. And he has to take her somewhere. He'll do it. Like, you yeah. know? It was that type of um, relationship or friendship. And then when that happened with us and we came back, we had a great conversation about why it happened and whatever. But kind of trying to go back to the routine we had before of, like, being comfortable enough to just be like, yo, what are you doing? Are you home? Yeah, I'm coming. Cause I had a key to his house and like all this shit. I'm like, I didn't have to knock. I could just let myself in yeah. and stuff like that. And I didn't feel comfortable anymore because of that space. Yeah. Um, and it took a little bit. It did. Like even we would go out and hang out in groups and stuff. Um, and I felt like that it was more him trying to respect that boundary I had set in place. Yeah. Me trying to force us to be or have that comfort we always had. Yeah. Um, and then when we both stopped doing that, it just it happened naturally. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. we fell back into, like, it, it ended up being that all the years that we were friends was heavier than that distance we had. 
Oh, um, nice. And and now we're back, and he's the fucking same pain in my ass. He's always good <laughs> because he is. He's such a pain. <laughs> but it's good. It's good. I love him. I wouldn't change it. I just mm-hmm. needed to. We needed that. Yeah. We needed it. And sometimes making that time, because sometimes people need to understand my time is a gift. Yeah. It's not something you're entitled to. It's not something you paid for. Like, you didn't, you don't just get this. I'm giving it to you. So the least you can do is be appreciative of it. Yeah, of course. Um, and I didn't, I didn't realize that or, or even know that that was a thing until I was in your shoes where I felt like, yo, I'm giving a hundred percent and I'm getting, I'm barely getting back 10. Like. This ain't gonna work. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. eventually I'm going to get tired. Exactly. Um, and then those friendships where it's just like, oh, we're, we're friends when you need me, but when I need you, you're not there. Oh, we don't need to be friends. Bye. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> Quickly. <laughs> Quickly. <laughs> nah, but uh, this was a, um, a great conversation. I really oh, enjoyed this. Oh, my So did I. <laughs> it, was really, it was a lot of fun. Um, thank you for coming on again. You know, we're gonna have. No, she's Listen. leaving. No, yeah. no. <laughs> Listen, anytime y'all want to hear, y'all I'm just let you, me know. I so, like this. Yeah, the, the next one, we have to put it on. It's definitely with Corey. Oh, okay? yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've been waiting for that. I got the gloves ready for him. We got to put it on, but then definitely love languages that we have set for season three. Oh, So that's going to yeah, be good. For um, sure. That's a good one. So listen, I hope you all enjoyed this episode. It was great, partner. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for having uh, me, guys. And thank you for everyone sharing their story. Shay, of course. And... Well, whatever. <laughs> but um, so next worse. episode, which is Shay, Shay really is gonna love doing this episode. Yeah, we're gonna be talking about let's talk about sets. So dirty, dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode with Mike's perspective. We check you on the next one. Peace. Bye. Subscribe to Mike's Perspective on whatever listening device you're listening to. This episode can be either on Spotify, Anchor, Google, or Apple Podcasts. Remember to follow the podcast on Instagram at mikes.perspective. If you have any suggestions, email us at mikesperspective2020 at gmail.com. Once again, that is mikesperspective2020 at gmail.com. Thank you for listening to this episode. We'll see you on the next one. Thank you. Peace.